Hello friends, and welcome back to Mixology, the podcast where we discuss, discover and dissect mono and stereo differences from classic albums from the 60s. And today, we're taking another trip out with The Who, with their 1967 LP, The Who Sellout, often regarded as one of the best concept albums from the period, even if musically it's not necessarily a concept, but more the way it's compiled. Either way, this is a great collection of music, and across its tracks presents us with some fantastic differences, including a unique single mix, a unique single take we'll be mentioning in passing, and we have a complete 1995 remix, which has its own little bits and pieces as well, but overall is quite loyal to the original stereo version. The album itself was recorded across 1967 and eventually released on the 15th of December that year, and in many ways it's a real summary of where pop music was at that point, and as such it's a very important album to listen to if you're a fan of music from this period. I hadn't really come across it hugely before looking into this episode, but I've really enjoyed what I've heard, and overall both mixes really offer up something unique, and I'm not going to say either's definitive for reasons we'll get into as we go through, but hopefully you may already have your own opinion, and if you're uncertain, maybe this episode will help you settle it. Before we get into this episode though, I of course need to give a huge shout out as always to our patrons who support really helps me keep the show going as otherwise I really could not justify doing so. This Sunday over on the Patreon as well on Mixology on 45 we'll be taking a look at our first release on the show by Traffic and that will be their single Hole in My Shoe backed with smiling phases. But we'll get to that in due course of course over at the Patreon. For now of course I want to give a shout out to my newest patron the wonderful Tim Skinner so thank you so much for signing up. And if you too want to sign up to the Patreon and support the show and get loads and loads of extra content, it's a ridiculous amount at this stage, you can do so by heading down to the show description and find the link to patreon.com forward slash back to mono. But with all that out of the way, let's dig into the episode at hand, starting at track one, the speedy keen composition, Armonia City in the Sky. Now, thankfully, the radio sample at the start is the same in all three mixes, but once the main track kicks in, we notice the quote-unquote sound effects guitar tracks seem consistently louder in stereo, and even more so in the remix, while they fit into the mix more cohesively in mono. On top of this, the remix more consistently has the main reverse track far more consistently in the mix, and of course does not perfectly match the panning of the sound effects when compared with the stereo, the basic track panning is consistent. Of course, if I were to compare every little oddity here, we'd be here for hours, and ultimately you're better off just listening to the two mixes independently. The mono also appears to have been partially sped up. We'll start with the intro in all three mixes before moving through them for general comparisons. We'll start here with the mono. And again, in stereo. Again, in the remix. (laughs) 
Of course, these differences remain consistent, but I feel the vocals sit in a similar place, thankfully. To fairly compare this, let's move through them, starting again in mono and moving through. If you're Into stereo. If the rumors floating in your head are turned to facts, close your eyes. Into the remix. And think on this. Armonia sitting in the sky. Armonia sitting in the sky. To demonstrate the differing effects again, we'll highlight the section that runs on 2 minutes 40 in stereo, first in mono and the usual order. Again in stereo. It's upside down. And again in the remix. It's upside down. And the freak out, freak out just before the end is much clearer in each subsequent mix, though certainly never buried. This then takes us to the edit to the echo ending, which naturally differs in all mixes, both in edit, volume of echo and the tone of the echo. The time between impulse and radio ad beginning are the same between mono and stereo, but the remix takes a little longer to begin. We hear these in the usual sequence. And again in stereo. The remix. Up next is Heinz Baked Beans, and panning aside, again, here all the mixes feel nicely similar, with the mono naturally having a different sound due to the merging of the combined horn parts rather than total left right separation. Naturally again, the echo, especially on the spoken sections, differs slightly between each mix, and the mono once again runs faster. We'll hear the same section in all three mixes, starting in mono. What's for tea, darling? And again in stereo. What's for tea, darling? Again in the remix. What's for tea, darling? 
final section, the loud bonging sound in the central channel is noticeably louder in the stereo mix, while the mono and remix have them at the similar volume. This then leads to the cut from Heinz Baked Beans to More Music, More Music, which matches the stereo mixes, but cuts sooner in mono. Stereo, then mono. Following on from this, we have Marianne with the shaky hands. Curiously here, the mono and the remix run at the same speed, leading me to believe the stereo has been very speeded down somewhat. Regardless, moving through the three mixes, it's clear that not only do the vocals get louder in stereo, and even more so in the remix, likely due to the clarity, but the vocals in mono have an echo absent in the other mixes. To top it off, the remix moves to centrally panned acoustic over to the left-hand channel, making the guitars play in wide stereo, a definite improvement over the original stereo mix. Let's start in mono and move through. Into stereo. Into the remix. At the end of the main song, we have a very notable difference, with there being a high level of tremolo applied to the final shaky hands in mono and the remix, but not the stereo mix. This then crossfades into the Premier Drums ad, which is tacked on differently in each mix. The mono, which runs fastest, has the longest ad, with the final radio bumper coming in the latest, while the stereo, which is a little tighter, and then the remix, which barely has any fade up or downtime and has the Premier Drums yells at a much higher volume. We'll hear the final shaky hand through to the radio bumper, first in mono and move through. Again, in stereo. Finally, the remix. Mary Ann with the shaky hands, what they've done to a man. 
It's worth noting the USB side to I Can See For Miles is an entirely different electric version of the song. Let's just fade up a little sample of that just so you know what you're listening for. The product placement returns now with Odorono, and right off the bat, the stereo mixes crossfade over from the previous bumper, while the mono has a hard edit with no decay under it. Stereo, then again in mono. And again in mono. Once the right panned guitar enters in, this is almost buried by the mono in comparison with the stereo. The remix tames it slightly, but only marginally. It does slightly increase later on, but by no great strokes. The vocal may also be a hair drier in mono, though due to its slightly lower volume, it's hard to totally discern, and again the mono is faster here. We'll start in stereo this time, move to the remix, and then to the mono. She sang the best she'd ever sang She could never sing any better Into the remix Into the mono. He had stared. He really was quite handsome. She had really looked her best. She could never look any better. But she knew she failed the test. She knew he would forget her. During the bridge, the echo on Triumphant. It's noticeably different between the mixes, being strongest in the stereo, while the remix and the mono keep it a bit tamer. We'll hear all three, starting with the mono. And again in stereo. And again the remix. And again, the transition to the bumper is handled differently, with the remix and stereo being similar, but the mono having more of a butt and cutting into the bumper a little later. Stereo, then again in mono. It's smooth sailing. And again in mono. Up next is Tattoo, and again, the mono is even faster relative to the rest of the mix here. Curiously, as the track starts, there appears to be a vibrato effect present in the mix in mono and stereo, more evident in mono, which is absent in the remix. It's hard to pinpoint, but it's definitely there. Intro in mono, stereo, and the remix. Again in stereo. Mm -hmm. 
and again in the remix. Me and my brother were talking to each other about what makes a man a man. The stereo echo in the chorus in the stereo mixes has much stronger well, impulse than the mono, which keeps it relatively dry by comparison. We'll start with the stereo and move to mono. Welcome to my life and you. Into mono. And naturally, we get some unique editing with the transition to the bumper, coming sooner in stereo than the matching mono and remix. Mono, then stereo. <laughs> And again in stereo. Up next is Our Love Was. Again, the transition at the start of the track provides a unique difference, with the crossfade appearing less in mono, giving it a cleaner start. With the beginning in stereo, and then again in mono. And again in mono. As we move through this track, do keep in mind that the mono and the remix run side by side in speed here, with the stereo being uniquely slower. Very speeded down, perhaps? Either way, moving through the verses, two things stick out to me between the mixes. The mono has a heck of a lot more compression overall in the original master, audibly squashing many elements, and in turn this may be the cause of my second item. The lead guitar, panned right, appears lower in mono. The remix and the stereo are close, with the remix being a better sounding version of the same idea. Mono, into stereo, into the remix. Into stereo. the remix. Once we get to the second verse, a flange effect has been used on the track in the mono mix, absent in the stereo mixes. This difference also continues at intervals throughout the rest of the track. The buried lead guitar is also even more evidently absent here. Stereo into mono. Into mono. At 1 minute 20, the bell chime is fully audible in the remix, but low in stereo, buried in the mono. The mono also has a huge distortion on the subsequent bass note after this. Remix, stereo, mono. Again, in stereo. Morning, 
again in mono. The subsequent love, love, love long section at 1 minute 30 is nicely different in all three mixes. The mono features a drum tapping through the vocals, while the other mixes lack this. However, the stereo features a similar echo, while the remix has a tamer echo, and the dynamic shift shows the differing processing on the mix down between all three. We'll start with the mono. And again in stereo. And again in the remix. The verse after this then features a horn in the right channel, assumedly on the same track as the lead guitar, as this is too absent in mono. Remix into mono. Into mono. Once we hit the solo at 2 minutes and 8 seconds, things get wild, as the mono has a unique solo, while the stereo fades up its own solo a bit late, while the remix features this kicking in properly. The mono even has this part continuing into the next verse, so we'll allow it to run into this too. Let's hit all three for good posterity. Mono, stereo, remix. Again in stereo. And again in the remix. Finally, the last verse is coated thickly in flange and mono, and the pick guitar in the decay to the add is miles louder in said mix. We'll hear this now, in mono, and again in stereo. Oh, 
And again, in stereo. And closing outside one is I Can See For Miles. Now, when it comes to the stereo and the remix, these generally mirror each other outside the usual tonality differences at play, though the remix balances the left slash right channels a little better, giving a slightly more complete feeling soundstage. As for the mono, this again runs fast to hear and generally is similar with some heavier echo on the vocals and a beefed up low end over the stereo, overall presenting a much more manic mix, despite the stereo being, in theory, effectively spread. Let's move through all three for a fair comparison, starting with the mono. <laughs> Into stereo. I know that you have, cause there's magic in my eyes. I can see for miles and miles. It's the remix. On top of this, the US mono single mix overdubs an additional bass track and has been EQ'd for loudness with a bright top and a hard bottom. We'll hear the first chorus from 1 minute 30 in the mono LP mix and then again in the mono single mix, and pay attention to said EQ and that bass guitar. I can see for miles and miles and miles and And again in the single. I can see for miles During the section 2 minutes and 12, the stereo pans the right channel to the centre and back a couple of times while the remix keeps it in the right channel the whole time. Here's that whole section in the remix, then again in stereo. Again in stereo. (laughs) 
And finally, we get a nice mix of fade lengths here, with each mix adding a little more from the single to the mono, the stereo, and then the hugely longer remix, which even crossfades into the Charles Atlas ad that usually opens side two. The stereo mixes also add an additional echo during the fade, so we'll hear the two mono mixes into each other, then jump back a little for the stereo to catch the echo, and then move that into the remix. Single. Mono. Back for stereo. Remix. Moving on to side two, we get a side with far less overall differences, but certainly some good ones nevertheless. I Can't Reach You opens up the side, and overall here the main difference lies in the vocal echo, which is minimal in mono, tasteful in the remix, and huge in stereo. The stereo also has the tambourine left to centre, while the remix has it far left, and both have it louder than the mono, and the remix has the piano louder than the others. Of course as well, the mono is the fastest mix by far. Let's fade up from 1 minute 30 and move through from there. The distances grow greater now. You drink champagne and pass me Into stereo. You fly your plane right over my head. You're so alive and I'm nearly dead. I can't reach you. With it's the remix. I can't reach you. I crane my neck. I can't reach Following on is Medak, which much like Heinz Baked Beans is a short fake ad that's a little bit longer than some of the others. But here we get some interesting mixing choices, at least in stereo processing. The stereo mix processes the backing track into a wonky bass left treble right stereo mix, puts the vocals in mono on top of this. Meanwhile, the remix places the backing track in mono, somewhat left, and fills out the right with some vocal delay. Ultimately, the mono is the mix that makes sense, but it's all just a laugh anyway. Let's start with the mono. Into stereo. This adolescent little fella was nicknamed by his friends old Yella. Into the remix. Doctors gave him creams and lotions to try to soothe the boy's emotions. But all in Relax provides us with another track, and the mono is again the faster mix of the three, and seems to place the organ at a lower, more mixed in level, while in stereo it's right out front in the right channel. The stereo in the remix is nicely close once again, with the left pan guitar being more audible in the remix, and the overall clarity of everything being up, especially in the vocals. We'll move through, starting with the mono. Stereo. Lay down on the ground and listen to the sound. 
At 1 minute 10, Pete's vocals are treated to a delay effect in mono only. We'll start in mono and move to stereo. A nice addition to the remix is the rotor sound strings ad at the end of the track, filling in the otherwise low on ad second side of the album. Naturally, we'll hear the cold end of the track in the stereo mix, and then again with the ad in the remix. And again in the remix. Hold your group together with rotor sound strings. Entwistle's track comes up now, Silas Stingy, and for this track we again have a very close stereo and remix selection of mixes, shall we say, but the mono treats us to a very notably sped up mix, and a dry vocal compared with the somewhat echo-treated stereo mixes. Let's start with the mono. Once upon a time there lived an old miser man by the name of Silas Stingy. He carried all his money in a little black box. There's a rock with a big bad lock All the little kids would shout when Silas was alive Into stereo Money, 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 man Money, money, man There goes Minji Stingy There goes Minji Stingy Money, 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 man Money, money, man It's the remix There goes Minji Stingy There goes Minji Stingy Silas didn't eat, which was just as well. He would starve himself for a penny. At the end of the decay, the remix treats us to a previously muted drum part, while the mono and stereo mixes just decay away. Ending in stereo, then again in the remix. And again in the remix. Mercifully, with Sunrise, there's not much to cover here due to it being vocal and guitar only. The mono has a relatively dry mix, while the stereo and remix add slightly differing levels of stereo echo to this generally mono signal. We'll hear the mono and move through. You take away the breath I was keeping for sunrise. Into stereo. the remix. And finally, we come to Rael, which closes out the album, parts one and two. The Starsis track is fascinating, as due to tape damage, an edit had to be made early on in the track, which means the second half of the first verse is missing in mono and stereo, with a dramatic edit with huge echo at about 25 seconds, while in the remix we get an unused second half of the verse to follow this on. 
The mix of the start of the track also differs, with the band being central in stereo and the vocals somewhat wide, while the remix matches the rest of the track with the band left and the later drum overdub appearing in the right. Naturally, this is because of the tape damage on the final stereo mix and thus using an earlier stereo mix to splice on for the front section. The remix as well has the vocals way up comparatively for this first section though matching the rest of the track and the mono here runs way fast. Let's hear the section from 9 seconds through the edit in all three mixes, starting with the mono. Again in stereo. And again in the remix. Moving through, the sound quality differences here are very apparent. The mono is very AM radio, very compressed and crunchy, while the stereo is a little better but still beefed up with said compression. The remix benefits from a full range of sound, but overall feels a little lacking at points, especially with the bass, which now appears to be mixed lower. Let's move through all three for a sonic comparison, starting with the mono. Into stereo. Into the remix. At 2 minutes 53, there is an echo mishap, with the stereo mix having the echo hang on the vocals that burst in the left when the drums kick in before being brought suddenly down. The remix, on the other hand, keeps a medium echo throughout here, while the mono keeps it crisper and relatively dry. Or here, all three, starting with the mono. And again in stereo. And again in the remix. At 4 minutes and 16 seconds, there's an increase in hiss in the original mixes due to the echo tracks, I assume, being brought right up. 
Due to the nature of the application in the remix, this is absent. We'll hear it just in stereo, then again in the remix. Anyway. And again in the remix. Anyway. And with that, we complete our look at this great, great album by The Who. The Who sell out. I knew there'd be some good differences here, but this episode came out a little beefier than I expected, which is not a bad thing for sure. It's been a lot of fun to cover, and it's why I did something a little simpler last time to allow me the time to beef up this episode, and maybe that's the pattern I'll follow in the future, we'll see. As I said, the next Mixology content will be appearing over at the Patreon, looking at Hole in My Shoe and its B-side by Traffic on Mixology on 45, so check that out this Sunday over there. Of course, there's many other benefits to the Patreon as well. You get early access to every episode of Mixology, editing permitting, as well as extra episodes of shows like Back to Mono, Long Players in Mono and Artists in Mono. So check it out over there there's a few different tiers different amounts of content all that good stuff and as i said the link is in the show notes that said if you also just want to get in contact with me you can do so by emailing me at back to at gmail.com or finding me over on instagram at hypnotic fred where i post lots of other content based around this as well so if you're interested in that sort of thing or just want to message me check me out over there again both are in the show notes but with all that said and done I think it's time to say goodbye. So thank you so, so much for listening. And remember, whoever you are and wherever you are, have a great, great day. day.